Hi, I'm Pastor Neil and welcome to the Pastor's Table. Today, we're going to talk about what is the Gospel, amongst a few other things. So get your pen, get your paper, get some popcorn, settle in because it's going to be a great episode. Enjoy. Well, hello again. We've been talking about reaching out to family, friends, and the world about the Gospel, the good news of Jesus Christ. Today I'm going to start with the book of Acts, chapter 1. And this is something that's of, of a great importance for me because having grown up in the Salvation Army, I learned how to witness without the Holy Ghost mm. and how to do some of the things that we talked about in mm. the other episodes. Now, I'm going to tell you some of it had some success. There was some success. Some people got born again, and that's wonderful. Probably accidentally, <laughs> but it did happen. <laughs> but let's read what it says here in verse 8. It says, But you shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come on you, and you shall be witnesses unto me, both in Jerusalem and all of Judea. And I always thought this was interesting, because when the Holy Ghost comes, it's not just a witness to other people, yeah. but a witness unto who's talking. Who is talking? Well, in my Bible, it's red. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. So Jesus. Yeah. Mm -hmm. A witness to him. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, and I mean, just take that in for a moment. Mm. When, when the Holy Ghost, there's a, there's a place where we're submitted to the Holy Spirit. He moves in our life. He fills us up. And the first thing we do is we witness that to God. Yeah. That reality, that, oh, my word, we don't have to try and be a fake thing. And, and that, that authenticity. You know, so funny. Somebody said to me, oh, you have such a gift of authenticity. Um, that's not a gift. It's <laughs> 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 so, honesty. True. Right. <laughs> <laughs> what you're supposed to do. That's right. <laughs> Where, you know, uh, masks are for, you know, I understand people have been wearing a lot of masks in the last year, but seriously, they were wearing masks before that. Yeah. Around. <laughs> and, and authenticity, the, that place of reality where you come face to face with God and who you are. Because I don't really think you get filled with the Holy Ghost without that level of purity coming. Mm -hmm. And that's the level, that level of purity is an automatic, wow, God is real. And when God is real and you recognize, and it just brings you into that deeper place of, of the wonder of God in the right way. And then something happens inside, it's like you go up and then you go down. <laughs> you go up this way and go, God is so real. And then that's what comes out. Mm -hmm. God is real. Mm -hmm. That is a witness now just not to God. Look, she's got it. You know that? Mm -hmm. God looks down at you and goes, oh, look at that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> she's reflecting me. Mm -hmm. Or he's reflecting me. Yeah. Amen. Look at, you know, and, and that place where we just let him run through our life. And then we are witnesses into the cities and the countries where God calls us. Amen. A whole lot easier. Mm -hmm. A whole lot easier. Mm -hmm. But listening to his voice, that's a whole thing. Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen. You know, and that starts with relationship. Mm -hmm. Relationship with Him. That is, that has to be our first priority in all of our lives, is our relationship with Him. Is as we, as we spend that time with Him, we don't spend time with Him trying to figure out what we're supposed to do. We spend time with Him, period. Good. <laughs> we spend time with Him. Mm -hmm. You talk to Him. You thank Him for the things that you see He's done in your life, for the the grace he's given in your life for how he's taught you, how he's grown you, how he's corrected you, how he's changed you. You talk to him about your life. You talk to him, uh, ask him what's on his heart. You, it's, it's, like, it's like a marriage. Mm -hmm. 
it's like in marriage, you, you interact with the person to, um, and out of that interaction with the person, you get to understand them more. You get, you get to, to um, your eyes are open to them. And as you do that, that's when you get the revelation of the fullness of God. You get, and out of that comes the unction to, to do the evangelizing, to, to go out and to speak the word. And, and it, you start to see that it just starts to come up and out of you, mm -hmm. up and out of you over and over and over again. And um, especially when you've given your life and allowed the, the baptism of the Holy Spirit, what we're talking about uh -huh. here, you know, allowing that. You, you, you can't have the baptism of the Holy Spirit if you truly don't know God. Mm -hmm. And to know God, you have to, to pursue that relationship. You know, in James, it talks about you have to have faith, and out of the faith comes works. And that faith is that an essence of that faith is, is relationship. So when you have that basis of relationship in your life, out of that flows the works of God in your life, the purpose of God in your life. And like we said in previous um, episodes, that we're all called to be evangelists in every aspect. We may not be called to the office of an evangelist, but Jesus said, go and, well, we just read, read it here. But you shall receive power after the Holy Ghost is come upon you, and ye shall be witnesses unto me, both in Jerus Jerusalem and all of Judea and in Samaria and unto the uttermost part of the earth. So you shall receive power. Out of that relationship, out of that base, you shall receive power, and it'll propel you to go and be ready and hear him. Mm -hmm. oh, mm -hmm. Amen. Mm -hmm. And it's fun. It is. Mm -hmm. It is. Yeah, a witness sees and experiences and then tells about it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's all it simply is. You're, you're seeing, you're experiencing the goodness of God, yeah. and then you just testify and tell about it. Mm -hmm. And sometimes we make evangelism and, and, and preaching the gospel so complicated like you yeah. have these rules you have this list of things <laughs> that you have to say and mm -hmm. and you really don't you know like uh, you know we, we talked about in in a previous episode about like you know the holy spirit will show you what to to say to, yeah. to people mm -hmm. you know he'll he'll give he'll give you the words to say and uh and you're like oh no 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 you don't know me i'm i'm shy you mm. know well, no, you're a witness. <laughs> you know, and it, it, and and sometimes we need those different people, like mm -hmm. you know, like we always often talk about, you know, my husband's who he wouldn't, you know, necessarily, you know, talk to a big crowd, but he'll sit with someone, and and be real and be honest and talk to them, yeah. and he he loves people and he mm -hmm. he wants people saved and he he has a heart for others and how he does it is different from what I might do. Yeah. And and we need all those we need you. Mm -hmm. We need all the parts. That's yeah. right. Mm -hmm. One of our trips to Kenya, one of the first ones, and uh, Doreen, our our lead intercessor here at the church, she had gone with me. At that point she was very, very shy. And uh, and but she's a great intercessor and loved to have her partner with us. But she's kind of laid back, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, she's much more bold today. Mm -hmm. And in one of the particular meetings, the Lord moved in such a way that blind eyes began to open. And people began to rush forward. They all wanted hands laid on them. And she had seen this one particular person who had been blind from birth, who had who, the whites, just whites. He didn't have a pupil at all. 
and when we laid hands on him and laid hands on him, there was suddenly uh, eyeballs, uh, you know, on all what it looked like. And uh, I, I said, uh, you know, how am I? And it was sort of fuzzy, so I laid hands on him again, and then the eyeballs could see. And so I said, what's the first thing you see? Now, this is an African community, and the first person he sees is me. Mm -hmm. So that was kind of special. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then he began to look at the grass, and, and, and it, he would look at the grass and close his eyes, and then he'd touch it. All his life he'd touch grass, but never seen it. Well, Doreen was a witness. Mm -hmm. And so many people came forward now with all kinds of eye things and wanted hands laid on for eyes. And there were hundreds of people, hundreds and hundreds of people, and they just started coming. And I looked at her and I grabbed her and said, well, in the name of Jesus, go Doreen. And I just kind of did that to her. And she just, she just went. She was a witness and then she did this. And then yeah. she went out yeah. and laid hands on people and yeah. saw miracles. And that's what God's looking to do with every one of us. Mm -hmm. Be a witness and go. Yeah. yeah. Amen. You can see in this verse that um, it says, but you shall receive power, mm. yeah. and Amplified adds in ability, efficiency, and might. Wow. And uh, I know when, quite often when it comes to sharing the gospel, some people can be timid or a little bit, oh, I'm shy and this, but not when you have power. No. Nope. Mm -hmm. And you know that you do. Yeah. <laughs> All right? mm -hmm. You think of um, anybody that suddenly acquires power will tend to be a little, and different forms of it, they tend to lose that shyness mm -hmm. <laughs> because Absolutely. they know what they have. Mm -hmm. That's right? good. That's mm -hmm. good. And so in the same way with the Holy Spirit, when He comes upon you, you have power mm -hmm. to do what? To be His to be a witness for Jesus. So I like the, 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 the thought there with power because um, I know we think to ourselves, well, we tend to look at our own abilities mm -hmm. when it comes to sharing the gospel. And, well, good. I'm not good at this. I don't know what to say. I don't mm -hmm. know. But it's not, you're not left on your own. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Amen. Right? You're not on your own to share the gospel. Mm -hmm. you know? When His power comes upon you, you have His ability to share the gospel. Mm -hmm. I think He's pretty good at it. Amen. <laughs> I, I think He's pretty good at sharing so the good news. <laughs> so you have His ability to That's share good. the gospel. You have mm -hmm. His power behind you to do it. Mm -hmm. And, of course, you know we, we know from Mark 16 that... Uh, signs and wonders follow the preaching of the Word. He confirms what's being said yeah. with miraculous things yeah. okay. taking place. Amen. And with miraculous things, I mean, you can't do any of those things. You can't open the eyes of the blind on your no. own. You can't do any of those things. That's His power in doing yeah. that. Amen. So He hears what you're saying. He can help you with what you're saying. Mm -hmm. And the Spirit of God goes, yeah, that's right. When it's the gospel, yep, that's right. Mm -hmm. And then confirms it with miraculous things yeah. mm -hmm. that testify to what's being said, that confirm the word that's being spoken. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's important to make sure that what we're sharing is the gospel because the Spirit of God doesn't confirm our ideas or opinions or, yeah. or other things. <laughs> he confirms the gospel. Yeah. And that's what He is, uh, right? There's a lot of other things that go on and. It's called the gospel, but sometimes it's it's not really. It's just other stuff. Now so. you're a teacher. We've, you've talked about that, and mm -hmm. we've talked about the because. And and tell us today what actually is the gospel? Because we keep talking about that. But yeah. what, what is that? Actually, the next thing I think will will help us Good. tremendously. It says when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, mm -hmm. so you'll receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you shall be my witnesses. Mm -hmm. and this is what Anne was just starting to talk about. Right. Uh, a witness is someone who's like, if, for example, if you're a witness to um, a traffic accident mm -hmm. and they call you in, like, we need a witness. What happened here? 
And what they're asking you is to tell what it is that you've seen or heard or know. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. I was there. I saw this car come straight through the red light and, and so on and so forth. You saw it. You know it. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. And that's just in a natural way. So if you're Jesus' witnesses, what are you witnessing? He's been raised from the dead. I know him. Yes. He's, he's alive in my heart. Yeah. This, it's about who he has saved me from my sins. Yeah. Right? He's forgiven me. He's made me right with the Father. Yeah. It is who Jesus is and all that he's done for us. Amen. He is the Son of God and so on and so forth. So if you're a witness of that, it's because you know it. Mm -hmm. You've experienced it. Right? You have some personal experience in what it is that you're sharing in that gospel. Mm -hmm. So when you're sharing that and being His witness, that's what it is that the Spirit of God can help you to do, yeah. is, is to share that. Amen. Mm -hmm. when, when that happens, it, it is something that you talked about, you're, I think when we first met you, so that was several years ago, and we talked about the place where when people are sharing the gospel, well, I don't know what to pray or how to lead them in a prayer of salvation mm -hmm. and what does that really look like? We talked about that place where it just came out of our heart. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But if you've been a witness, no one had to direct you in the words. Mm -hmm. You had the words that came out of your heart by what you had seen. Mm -hmm. yeah, mm -hmm. So I think that's mm -hmm. a really great lead in to, to what are we going to pray? Mm -hmm. yeah. Pastors, what are we, you know, I don't know. Yeah. How do we, what are, I'll just bring them to church. <laughs> they'll know what to do. Yeah, they'll know what to do. Well, but get them in know, the door. It's really simple. It says that, you know, if you call upon the name of Jesus, you yeah. are saved. Yeah. So, you know, you just call upon the name. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> don't overcomplicate. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you don't need to. <laughs> but what if I miss something, Pastor? What if but, I didn't say all the right things? And that, that's a great point because it's about your heart. Mm -hmm. It's not about what you say. It's about your heart. You, Gloria Copeland often talks about how she came to the Lord, and she didn't say some very specific prayer about her sins or anything. She said, but Jesus, you know, I give you my life and do something with it, is what she said. Mm. Um, and she has had an amazing life dedicated to, to the Lord and witnessing for him in, in every aspect of her life. But she didn't come to a textbook prayer to give her life to Christ. She just, with her heart, gave her life to Christ. Mm -hmm. Amen? Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, there's, there's <laughs> a... Um, when you look through the epistles that Paul wrote to all the different cities, in, I think it's almost every single one of them, he has a prayer for them. And there's a consistency in the prayer that he prays for all of the, the, the cities that he writes the epistles to. And... The one that I know the best is in Ephesians 1, starting in verse um, 16 or uh, 17. And it, it just, I'll just read the whole thing, or not the whole thing, but most of it here. Um, it says, that the, Lord of our, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him, that the eyes of your understanding being enlightened that they may know what is the hope, confident expectation of his calling for you and what the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints and what is the exceeding greatness of his power. We were just talking about that power to usward who believe according to the working of his mighty power. It's not our power. It's his power on the inside of us. He prays that for almost every single city that he's been in, all of, all of the, the Ephesians, Colossians, Philippians, um, and really he's praying that we would get the understanding of the gospel here. 
Mm -hmm. we, would get, we would get that revelation. We have the wisdom. We would walk in the power. We'd walk, we would see the calling, that, that understanding of the calling. And, and so be encouraged to pray this over your life. Pray this over when you get together, you're going to go out and do evangelism. You, you pray these things over yourself that, that you would walk out in that wisdom to know who to talk to, when to talk to, what to talk to, how to talk to them. You know, um, and the revelation would come that the eyes of your understanding would be enlightened to the hope of his calling. His calling is that everybody wants to be, that he wants everybody saved and walking with him. Mm -hmm. Amen? Amen. Yeah. Yeah. I, I want to uh, share an example from a time when, um, when I wasn't walking with the Lord, but the Holy Ghost decided to help me and uh, in sharing the gospel with somebody. And so it's a, un a little bit of a unique scenario. I wouldn't encourage you not to be walking with the Lord when this happens, but <laughs> it, it happened to me this way. See, I got, like I said, you've heard me say, I was born again when I was really young. So um, the Spirit of God lived in me. And uh, at this point in time in my life, uh, previously I had received some pretty good teaching along the way, but I had wandered off and wasn't walking with God. And I was talking with someone who had a background from a, um, a different uh, denomination, oh, no, it wasn't even a really denomination, it was Jehovah's Witness. And so this person started asking me some questions. Well, what is it exactly that you do believe? And so, because we had some previous discussions about that. But again, you have to remember, I was not living for God at that time, mm -hmm. right? And I was just, you know, so at first my response is, well, oh, well, you know, this. I was really just kind of cold about it, just trying to, okay, well, I should at least answer the question, right? So I answered the question, and that prompted more questions. Mm. And so then there was more questions. And so next thing I know, I start, I'm, and this is while I'm driving. I'm driving my truck, and I'm just going along like this. And all of a sudden, from way down on the inside, mm. a place that I hadn't experienced in a long time, mm -hmm. all of a sudden, scriptures and, and uh, like, you know, an understanding of, of the gospel starts well, it's because of this, and well, I believe, you know, it's because Jesus, He is the Son of God, he, and so on and so forth, and all of these verses start coming out, and I'm just driving along just talking about it, and, you know, more questions are coming. I'm not really paying a whole lot of attention to the person. My eyes are on the road, so mm -hmm. I'm driving, and, but I could sense something different about what was happening. Mm -hmm. I could sense that it's almost like... Um, nostalgia. Yeah. You know, if you, you haven't been somewhere for a long time, let's say it was a camp that you went to as a kid, and then uh, you've grown up now, you have kids, you take them to that camp, and you're like, oh, I remember what this was like. Mm -hmm. I remember as a kid, and you, you kind of, the feelings and the thoughts about it just come flooding back, and you're like, oh, yeah, I remember that. There's a fondness about it. Mm -hmm. Well, this was very much like that, coming from the inside, concerning the gospel, concerning mm -hmm. it was His Spirit wow. in me bringing that up on the inside, because mm -hmm. someone was asking about Jesus. Mm -hmm. So I'm sharing this, and, and I could just sense something different. I wasn't living in that place at the time, <laughs> but, I, but the Holy Ghost still, was, is, He's faithful. He loves you. He's in you. And so He was bringing this up to confirm the words that I was sharing, bringing it to me. Mm -hmm. And so I'm sharing this, and next thing I know, I hear the sniffle. I look over, this person's crying because oh. they're under conviction. Wow. They're, they're, and I, I wasn't trying to do that. <laughs> I, I was just trying to answer the questions the best way I know how, and I'm just driving. And you see, the Holy Spirit is our 
helper. Yes. Amen. Yes. He, I wasn't trying to do anything. I'm just <laughs> answering questions. But he had a purpose in bringing the gospel to this person yeah. mm-hmm. and making it real to them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there was conviction. There was They knew that God loved them and all this stuff. And I'm. <laughs> it was funny because, like I said, as soon as I realized what was happening, I was aware very much that I was not right with God <laughs> myself <laughs> at that time. And so I said, uh, you need to call my mom, because this person knew my mother. You need to call my mom and tell her about our conversation. She'll pray with you. I can't pray with you right now. I'm just not in a good spot. <laughs> I was just, that's just where I was. I just thought I couldn't pray. So I said, you call my mom and you pray, and she'll, and she'll pray with you, and that'll fix everything. And she did, and got born again. Oh, praise, praise God. God. Right? And it was great. It was wonderful. So it's things like that where we realize the Holy Spirit is our ability. He's our helper. You're not on your own when you're sharing the gospel. Amen. That's so true. Amen. 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 We're never alone. We're never alone. Amen. God bless.